Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Calling a Day with Chloe and Cleo. Um, sorry, you were gonna say something. I was gonna say whoop whoop, <laughs> but then I was like, like no, sorry, I was like, that's not bread. important. And then <laughs> a whoop whoop for our and the same intro that we have every single time. Um, today we are gonna have a pretty free flow casual conversation just about our experiences being on west coast versus east coast, uh, pros and cons, um, likes and dislikes. Yeah, just a, just a general assessment. Um, I can't, I mean, Cleo would probably be able to better assess which coast is actually better because she's lived in both, but, um, hopefully you'll get to know a little bit about our experiences on either coast through this episode as well. Um, Just a little bit of a vibe check yeah, of the yes. coasts. <laughs> but casually, you know, in a free form style. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cleo, do you want to give a little bit of context to your time in the West and then towards the East and... Nope, I'm good. All that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What if I was just like, um, I think, um, I think I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we wouldn't be the type to have a podcast. <laughs> Um, sure. A little bit of disgruntled. Sorry, you're forcing you. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I grew up in the 425, what's good, which is Renton slash Kent, unincorporated in King County, Washington. Um, and so that is in, I already said it, Washington State. Which is, you guessed it, on the West Coast. On the West Coast. Um, close i always say i'm from seattle for people that like aren't from the west coast because like no one's gonna know what the frick like renton is mm-hmm. so like when i met people in college i was like yeah i'm from seattle but anyways so yeah i grew up in renton and then for school um i went to school in upstate new york so then all of a sudden i became an east coast person because i moved upstate um for college and then post college um i stayed in new york city um to work full time um but obviously i'm back um on the west coast now cuz of you know the crazy world we live in um and so for the past oof i guess like <gasps> five almost six is that right? Almost six? Yeah, I was gonna say you've been in the East Coast for five years. Yeah, for five years, but I will be there for another three and a half minimum. Um, so I guess I'm gonna spend way more time in New York than I previously ever anticipated, although it was always my childhood dream to yeah, live in New York. We watched this movie called is a new york minute with called the new york twins yep Mary and Kate cleo and had th- this phase where she would like keep repeating that scene from the movie and she would just like run around the house being like hello new york city okay and not like, run around the house i would open the windows sure, <laughs> and declare it outside the window and every single time i'm like what <laughs> but she manifested her dreams into reality and she became a new york city gal um i, I mean, know at pretty- first she was upstate for four years but <laughs> when you say new york i mean same vibe and she would go into the city sometimes so it counts yeah i mean i changed my entire career trajectory so i could be in new york city so i mean you changed kind of like everything i think <laughs> even like your fashion sense and just like your lifestyle your friends and like all your like who you're around you know just like the the energy of the people that you surround yourself with i think it's well i meant like 
what I ended up going into versus what I majored in, but sure. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> I mean, I think all of the above, like, so much was kind of possible because you went to school on the East Coast. Um, I guess, like, one point that we should differentiate between West Coast and East Coast is kind of just the like the college system of how things work because here in the west coast and i'm speaking from the experience of having gone to a public university but your major kind of determines your career like when we would apply for jobs on husky jobs now handshake and i don't know what it i mean maybe it's called something else now i'm far removed but you would have to be in a certain major in order to apply for a job like it was like a check the boxing that you didn't have control over and for example like i couldn't apply for i don't know this finance role if i wasn't a business major or more specifically in finance whereas on cleo's end it was very different well, I mean, not completely different. We still had handshake. We also did have jobs where like you had to be a specific major, otherwise you couldn't apply. But that was more like very technical roles like CS or like engineering focused. But for more general stuff, like they let anyone apply. Like you didn't necessarily have to be business. You could just be like a human being. Um, but I will very much admit that like going to Cornell definitely gave me a lot of flexibility um since there's like a huge alumni network in the city and just like in general um so it definitely did allow me to pivot away from what I studied into just like doing what I wanted to do rather than being confined to what I majored in so it was a definite bonus um especially since like Cornell has a lot of people working in finance in New York so that definitely helped as well because I think if I went to a different school it would have been much harder to like <laughs> pivot into it out of like what I did study and major in so yeah, I like decided to just change my whole, like my whole life. I wanted to be an engineer. But then when I realized like I couldn't be in New York City, if I like pursued that path, I was like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a mix of things because part of it is that you're a smart cookie and you went to an Ivy League, which kind of has those opportunities. But also West Coast has way fewer Ivy Leagues. So I guess that's a plus for the East Coast. Um, and you being close to the city allowed you to go over there for your super days and your interviews and to have that network because it was really hard for, I feel like, people on the West Coast. And again, I'm just kind of blanket statement like Washington. Um, we didn't have the same network with like investment banks and those kind of things. And it was a really huge deal when someone from Foster, which is the business school at UW, um, when they got into a consulting firm like McKinsey or Bain or BCG, Goldman, like that kind of stuff. But at a Ivy League or perhaps in the East Coast, you would say that's more common, do you think? Yeah, I would say like, it's just like this weird culture. I think people live in a bubble. Like they're always like, dude, like top four bust, like top four, regardless of what industry, like banking, accounting, CS, um, I guess like Kemi, except Kemi, there's not really top four. There's only like, <laughs> like the same 10 companies everyone applies to. But still, if it's not one of those 10, then it's like, mm. um, so yeah, I would say it's a little bit different in terms of like mindset and culture. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Because at the end of the day, it's not really 
comparable perfectly. It's kind of apples and oranges in the sense that public university versus Ivy League. So it could be that over East Coast, West Coast. But like you said, the mindset and culture and like pace, is it very distinct when you go back and forth? Oh, yeah, like a thousand percent. It's like night and day. Um, again, I'm just speaking from like my personal experience. It could be different for other people. But I feel like when I'm like, um, back on the East Coast and talk with my college friends, like expectations are higher, the hustle is like intense. And like, everyone's kind of like in this rat race, um, trying to chase after like, mm, something. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think when I go back on the West Coast, and I hang out with like my high school friends, like the vibe is super different. And like, I think, um yeah like the pace is slower people more relaxed and I think there's like less just like institutional pressure to achieve this idea of like secular success whereas I think like from talking to my high school friends it's more about personal fulfillment and like uh, finding what makes them happy (laughs) whereas I think (laughs) at least from like my business friends like it's more about like chasing bread (laughs) yeah yeah and for me I always felt like I had the personality of a person who would totally want to live in New York City I don't know if you disagree or agree or I'm just like saying that but the pace and the level of intensity is just so high that for me I, I actually get not like overwhelmed but when I go to New York City it doesn't have that shine and that charm that I would imagine that it would have on me yeah I mean kind of like going back to that it's funny that you mentioned that you have the personality for like New York because people that know me they always like it's kind of like hard to peg like who I am and like which coast I would belong to because like I have two sides of me like that professional academic side is like a thousand percent New York like I'm sometimes too like intense and I need to like calm down but then like the moment like work schools like not like immediately like in focus like I'm just like hanging out and chilling like I'm super west coast vibes so it's just funny how that worked out um but I do see what you mean by like you would belong in New York because you're also like a hustler you're also intense, but I know your heart belongs to Hong Kong, so <laughs> neither coast. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm flip-flop from you in that sense. I am, mm, okay, I was very, very intense with work the last couple years, but when I transitioned and with everything that went on this year, my priorities really shifted, so I've not been as career-oriented as I think people typically might know me for or, like, think. But still, you're more... In- that's true than the average person yeah that's true yeah that's true it's it's like if I'm surrounding with people surrounded by people like you like we've been spending all of quarantine together it doesn't feel that I'm that intense because you mean you work like all the time um but I feel like I'm more go 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 pace in my personal life which is where I see the New York kind of fitting in like there's always something to do like I've the time to always just like meet up with person to person and jump from gathering to gathering and like in New York you just hop on a train you know you can go from Midtown to Brooklyn and just meet with friends and like even Whoa, okay that's kind of far who the frick has gone from okay, that's Midtown kind of far. to Brooklyn not in one day but I mean, like you can do that within like a weekend and like I did that when I visited I would just like visit yeah. friends I know I went with you to make yeah. sure you got there okay and I just had to hang around Brooklyn yeah, for a for while the listeners I'm explaining but um yeah I guess kind of just like 
going all over the place, more on the career side, but in terms of like pros and cons of the two coasts, maybe we can kind of share some of that. I, I can't speak as much to the East Coast, but I think I visited enough times and I have an impression of it where I could add my two cents. Yeah, she but. thinks she's a local. She visited me once. She was like, no, I've seen everything I need to see. Let's just stay in, <laughs> eat chips, and watch Love Island. I'm I mean, like, I was- <laughs> flew here to not see anything. She's like, no, I get it now. I, I get the vibe. I don't need to see anything more. I have been to New York, like, quite a few times. And also, I was visiting to visit you because you're like, what else are you going to be able to visit me? Because it was when I had a brief fun employment um yeah but i jokes on me because now i see you all the time i thought i wouldn't get to see you for like another year but false now i see you every day now we have spent more time together than we have in our entire lives and now we just watch so much love island and eat so many bags of chips i'm like we could (laughs) have yeah i mean no regrets visiting um but anyways yes pros and cons i guess we can start off with the west coast in general um I don't know. I feel like it could be interesting to, like, compare the two for certain categories. Um, I guess the first one that comes to mind is, like, I guess just general vibes. Just kind of explaining it? Or, like, from your perspective. I mean, I'm assuming you're taking West Coast perspective. I'm taking East Coast perspective. Sure. I mean, you can obviously chime in for West. General vibes very chill in comparison to east coast um growing quickly but still not quite caught up so i think the pace can be pretty slow in some some areas like when i think san diego i think like oh my gosh so chill like almost like too slow for me but again that's like subjective because some people might just be like i love chilling by the beach all day every day yeah Mm, i would say for east coast is very busy almost chaotic um i'm speaking for new york city in general when i'm saying east coast um yeah it's just like everyone's moving everyone's hustling like no one has time for anything (laughs) um i think yeah chill is not the right word for new york city i would just say frenetic mm, is the word i would use um, I guess another category is food. Hmm. West Coast, it feels a lot more like, mm, you'll probably find a lot more like mom and pop shops and you can definitely find good food, but it's not around every single corner like it might be in New York City. Um, honestly, we should just title this <laughs> episode Washington versus New York because we're using those as our data points um, for West and East. I guess I like California a little bit, but... I mean, Washington, even just, like, trying to use Seamless here, it's, like, way harder to find options than when we're in the city. Yeah, but I will say, like, I have two major pros for, like, Washington food is, one, the restaurants are not nearly as crowded. Like, it's rare, even on, like, a busy weekend, that you'd have to wait, like, more than 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's, like, pretty long long wait. Yeah, especially, well, I guess in COVID, there's no wait ever, but yeah, I don't, and like, if you don't want to wait, there are a lot of similar options around where you don't have to wait. Right. Like, if you want to find Hot Pot, like, five within the area. Yeah, and I love that you don't have to wait. Like, I hate how, like, literally everything in New York, you have to wait for, like, 500 hours, and, like, if you want to have a party bigger than, like, three or four people, like, impossible, unless you make reservations, like, 
weeks, days in advance. And so I hate that. Like, it's so annoying if you, like, want to randomly have brunch on a Sunday. No, you can't randomly have brunch. You have to wait for two and a half hours. And I'm like, no freaking way, dude. But here, you could go to so many brunch places and, like, you don't really have to wait, which I love. Mm. Yeah, brunch, you actually do have to wait, but it's more like we're not used to waiting, I think. Or maybe I just don't like waiting. So if it's like a 40 minute to an hour wait, I'm like, I'm out of here. But at least I have that option knowing that that should not be the norm. Yeah. And then like also Washington, Seattle, poke. I've never had it from like Hawaii, so I can't say. Mm -hmm. But at least the poke I've had here, like from Seattle Fish Guys, um, phenomenal. Like definitely beats any poke you can have in the city like every poke spot i've tried in the city is horrible 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 and like every time i'm just like so shocked at how bad it is and i'm like i'm disappointed so i've just given up on poke in the city at this point which is why i always make it a point to always go get poke when i'm back in seattle just because there's so many good places I feel like there's more, I I said mom and pop shops earlier, but kind of like hole in the wall places where it's not that well known. um, I don't know, but then it's like very, very good and it can blow up on just like Instagram or word of mouth. And it's, it's kind of fun seeing the food scene around here, but it's not like this like bougie experience where like, I don't know, when I think New York City, I'm just like a lot of stuff, like everything just obviously costs more. Um, I mean, that could be maybe like a separate category for the cost of living and just like lifestyle yeah I mean I guess that's a good segue we can talk about cost of living I mean New York City rent is notoriously high but actually I think in recent years like Seattle's been catching up in terms of how expensive rent is right and it's scary because Bellevue is getting even more expensive than Seattle especially during this quarantine when people are finding that they don't really need to be in like Seattle, Seattle. Um, The prices are kind of outrageous. Yeah, like insane. Um, I mean, yeah, but like, it's weird because it's like opposite because now in COVID, everyone in the city is leaving and like everyone in the city has basically already left. And so rent prices are like going down like super low. So it's like this opposite reaction where like where we're living now and Bellevue is like... (laughs) getting more expensive but new york is getting less expensive so it's kind of like equalizing Mm -hmm. but i think in general cost of living in new york is just like (laughs) higher yeah i mean if you just look at how much groceries cost on average that i think is going to be more expensive in the east coast that we're referencing because if you just think of like I always, like, think of a pack of salami because that's, like, your go-to thing. I think everything would just be, like, a couple dollars more expensive if you were back on the East Coast. Yeah. When I first came back, when I went to Target here, like, in Washington, I was like, whoa, everything is so cheap. I'm like, this foundation's only, like, $5.93, whereas in New York, it would have been, like, freaking eight bucks at Mm -hmm. least. Right. But I was just kind of numb to it because that's just the way it was. Like, everything was that expensive. Especially since I lived freaking, like, in Times Square. Like, all the convenience stores would be for, like, freaking tourists. Except, like, I wasn't a tourist. I was like, I just need some, like, freaking toilet paper right now. Okay, why is it, like, $15? But I was just I just got used to it, which is horrible. But then when I came back here, I was like, oh my gosh, everything is 
reasonably priced for the most part. Yeah, and then that also makes me think of another thing of how we don't have state tax here in Washington, but that doesn't hold true for Oregon or California. Like, California is very expensive as well. I think it's somewhat on par with New York City. I mean, not as crazy, but it's up there. I think it's a population thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily like a state taxing. I think it's just because like there's so many people... So then, like, rent itself, it's more expensive. So oh, then- no, I'm not saying it's a state tax thing. I'm just saying that's a pro. Oh, oh, yeah, you guys don't have to pay tax. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Just a separate pro. It's, like, a huge one. Huge. In terms of cost in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I lose so much money every single paycheck because, like, I have to pay triple taxes. I have to pay city tax, like, New York city tax. I have to pay New York state tax. I have to pay federal tax. Whereas in Seattle, you only have to pay federal. It'd be interesting to see how many people leave Washington if the time ever comes that state tax becomes a thing. I don't think it will, though, because that's the reason why there's so many, like, successful businesses right. here is because, yeah. like, they had they were tax incentivized to start it in Seattle. Yeah, but then it's kind of... The reverse, like, it makes me think of, like, the Incredibles line. They're like, when everyone's a superhero, no one is. Like, in the sense that if no one had state tax, then there would almost be no benefit to that either. Because it all just, like, neutralized. Right, but I don't think... That would, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Like, uh, yeah, the thing is, like, Seattle has gotten by with no state tax, but then it'd be much harder to do the converse to go to having no state tax after you're used to having all this state tax to you know, fund your budget. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, what are they even doing with all this money? But I think part of it, I mean, I'm no tax expert and this is getting weird. Like this is, (laughs) this podcast is getting (laughs) (laughs) non-economics thing. (laughs) Planet money, we're coming for you. (laughs) Yeah. Wall Street Journal daily, I'm here. Um, My two cents is that because the public transportation infrastructure and the infrastructure in general in Seattle is so underdeveloped, a lot of the money and monetary policy is not there because there was no need for it. Whereas in New York, constantly like building new railroads like new subway lines like or even just like maintaining them like that's a lot of money whereas like in seattle like what do we got like one freaking like monorail but that's the thing we're paying for it now because i heard before that there were opportunities way 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 in the past for seattle to develop something like the light rail when there weren't all these infrastructures and like places things in place but now they're trying to do it when there's five million things in the way and it's going to take until like 2032 or something crazy like that i'm like you should have just done it in the beginning and now they're taking our money to do all of well, this hindsight is 2020 yeah i'm um, like man but i mean again another seamless transition to i guess another topic <laughs> transportation transportation <laughs> i think west coast wins this one what I thought we just said that New York has better transportation. Well, I'm thinking in terms of being able to own a car and finding parking and not having it be this thing that you Hunger to- game situation. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it is kind of hard in California. Like, I have friends who can do street parking, but then they have to move it whenever they do street cleaning before, the- before it starts at, like, 8 a.m. or whatever. Um, but here, especially in places like LA, it's just so expansive. There is no way you could possibly take the bus to places. Like it would just take too long. And the, I guess the public transportation in LA is very underdeveloped. So anyway, everyone just kind of has a car, but here it is possible to have a car and to find storage for it without 
having to like pay an arm and a leg for it. Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's what you prioritize. Like I feel like when you're young, it's so convenient not to like you don't need a car because the subway and the bus and the train can take you literally anywhere and it's like super convenient that you don't, you know, have to think about car insurance, pay for your car, pay for gas every week. Like you literally just top off your metro card and just hop on and go anywhere. Like I went all the way to Coney Island for like 275. I'm like that's incredible. <laughs> that's actually crazy. Yeah, that's incredible. Um so I guess it depends on what you prioritize and like before Ubers were a thing, like people could still go out and stuff like, and drink and whatever, and, like, party in the Lower East Side, because they didn't need to drive there, they can just, like, subway, whereas, like, I think, like, before Ubers were a thing, like, for example, like, if you were partying, like, Cap Hill or something, you Mm -hmm. would, like, need a designated driver, right, so I guess it's, like, if you're at the stage of your life where you're still young and just, like, hanging out, like, subway, bus, perfectly fine, Mm -hmm. but if you're, like, at the point where you want to have a family, much much harder let me tell you one time we went to freaking like shop and we were with norman's nephew and his brother not norman's nephew's brother but norman's brother and norman's brother's son and we were like pushing him around in the stroller oh <laughs> my gosh what it's just like cobblestone you're just like <laughs> not just cobblestone to ride the subway we had to do like to, oh, you guys have to, like, lift him to, down the stairs and back up and through the... Oh, I guess you have, like, the door you can push Yeah, but we had to, like, him lift in, but... him up and down the stairs. But, like, I was scared we were going to drop him because he was in the stroller that was now tilted at, like, a 45-degree angle. And then we had to, like, wait for so, so, so many subways because... Oh, before it, I could fit him? Before I could fit the whole stroller. Because oh I was like, can gosh. we just leave him? Like, I could have already been at the store. You could have just, like, each gone into the subways and passed. Yeah, but obviously, yes, I'm just obviously. kidding. We would never abandon him. A mere child. But, yeah, I went to wait so many times for a car that was empty enough to fit a whole freaking baby in a stroller. I'm like, that's just so many hurdles. But, like, in Seattle, just pop it in a car. Yeah, I feel like the hardest part is parking in Cap Hill, for example. Like, I lived in uh, pretty much Cap Hill or, like, a mile away for a bit, so I got used to it and it wasn't bad at all. Like, I got used to, like, parallel parking and just, like, finding random spots and stuff, but if you're not used to that, that can get really annoying. Um, I was also thinking transportation in terms of the benefit of a car is that you're able to do so many weekend getaways here on the West Coast Um, I'm sure you can too on the East Coast, like you said, you took that bus to Coney Island, but like I go go on so many weekend trips where I just drive two to four hours away and I get to experience something totally different. Um, And I don't know, I feel like that is, uh, I guess, a pro in terms of, I don't know if that's transportation or more just like geography and what's around. Yeah, it's just, like, ease. Because, like, the thing is, in the East Coast, there's, like, a ton of different places that, like, we can go to. It's just, like, is it worth, like, freaking renting a car? Right. Like, it's not, for the most part. Yeah, we're here. It's, like, you want to go this weekend? Like, let's hop in the car a little earlier on a Friday. And yeah. And make a whole weekend out of it. Right. Which you have done many times. <laughs> and, like, go to Oregon. Go to... What's that one place? Like, Ocean Shores? Ocean... Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, San Juan Island or, like, whatever. It's, like, so much easier. So. And, like, also similarly to what you said about LA or, like, 
SF about like having to move your car for like weekly cleanings. Like, yeah, it's like um, Norman's brother has a car in the city and like we've gone with him on like <laughs> not joy rides, but like many minutes of rides <laughs> just like waiting to kill killing time, just like circling the blocks to try to find a good parking spot oh. because we had to move the car in order for the street cleaning. But we had to find a spot that was like, oh, you like read the signs and it's like freaking like it's like. They're trying to trick you. They're like, ooh, not, not, not the Tuesday, Thursday ones, but the Monday, Wednesday, Friday ones. But only on, like, alternate sides on, like, the third Sunday of September. And I was like, what? I'm so confused. So it's just, like, so much easier to just not do that, you know? Yes, I think that's enough on transportation. <laughs> um, another topic that kind of came to mind um, when you were talking about just... I don't know, like the dynamics of people there. Like a comparison factor between West and East Coast um, would be kind of like relationships, if that category makes sense. Hmm. Can you expand on that? I don't really get it. I think I'm trying more to allude to the fact that East Coast, or more specifically New York City, is quite transient. And so the, the nature of the relationships can look different because with more people that are in the city just for work or like they're fresh grad like there might be this sense of like oh I'm down to meet people and just like hang and do whatever whereas I feel like on the west coast many people have like their pockets of friends and even my friends who were transplants have quickly settled into like that pocket of people really comfortably and I don't know I've always just felt like the east coast has a more like open-minded approach in terms of like relationships and like friendship that's interesting that you say that because i was gonna say it's kind of west coast sorry again washington like community and friendships are longer lasting and deeper Mm -hmm. because for east coast especially like for example in my church and my fellowship many many people are transient Mm -hmm. like they're only there for like a two-year stint in Mm -hmm. banking and then they're gonna leave and go somewhere else and like we're very cognizant of the fact that we're gonna meet them and then they're going to leave. Right. And, like, for for also my Bible study, we basically, like, disbanded because, like, the Bible, like, a majority of us or, like, the Bible study leaders, like, moved because, you know, they went to a different job. And, like, New York City itself is just such a – it's not a place where people generally stay for, like, a long, long time. So sometimes it's, like, I think difficult to develop a super long-lasting, close-knit community because – it's just kind of like a revolving door of people. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of know that in the back of your head. So unless you click that much, whether you're a lifelong friend, you're kind of just expecting that one of you guys will leave at some point, right? Yeah, well, I, I don't necess- I didn't like necessarily approach it that way. I think it's just the way it happens. Like if you didn't get close with them mm-hmm. in the first like year. Right. And then it's like, then the opportunity kind of fades more so. And then by the end of year two, oh, they're gone forever. So it's, like, fine, I guess. And, like, my pastor at my church in New York, like, his name's Pastor Drew. And he's talked about how, like, it's sad saying bye to people because he's had to say so many goodbyes because, like, so many people have this congregation that have, like, poured in and, like, you know, contributed to the church, like, serving in, like, whatever ways. Like, they leave because, like, New York is rarely a permanent home, mm-hmm. so it's just, like, sad, because, like, he's always there, but, like, everyone else, like, always leaves, so it's, like, this interesting, mm, it's, like, an interesting, I think, at least from my perspective, being a pastor for such a nomadic community, whereas, like, maybe for your church, it's, like, people that are there since they were, 
like in high school through mm-hmm. like when they like have their own kids and stay there too. Right. And that could be pros and cons, I guess. I mean, I have, like, friends here in Washington that are ready to, like, settle here, like, forever. Like, they don't have really any desire to move. And just because part of it is that we have such an amazing place that we live at. Like, I mean, maybe I'm just biased because this is where I've lived for most of my life. But part of me is like, oh, like, I wish I lived somewhere not as amazing because then I would actually look forward to moving to a place like Seattle. But And that's probably, like, us living in our bubble. Um, But Seattle... Bellevue like Washington has so many benefits in terms of like it's the perfect balance of like city and suburban and like you're able to get like the nature activities and all of these like things all in one you have like land and water and like it's it's just like the perfect balance of everything or so it feels and so yeah people definitely stay put here and it's a place where I think would be great to raise a family um so there is more maybe a, a sense of not permanence, but people are, like, more likely to settle down here. Whereas in New York, I'd guess, like, 99% of people are like, yep, this is just, this is a place I will pass for this season of my life. Yeah, like, even in the show Friends, like, Monica and Chandler, they freaking moved to Westchester at the end of it. Even they couldn't stay. And it was, like, their freaking show. (laughs) I mean, obviously it was a show, but, like, it just makes sense, you know, to, like, move to the suburbs once you have kids. But I think also... And this kind of, like, ties into my next category that we can talk about. It's just, like, when I think about settling down, like, another reason why I would rather move back to Seattle is just the cost of education and also how competitive the education process, education system is in New York is in freaking sane. Like, it's not at all like it is in Washington. Like, in Washington, you, for the most part, everyone goes to public schools and you just go to wherever is, like, closest to your house. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, by zip code, so, like, a lot of Asians are in Bellevue. We were in Kent School District. What's good, Kent? Go Chargers. (laughs) Um, And that was a hoot, Um, but um, in New York, like, since you're, like, an infant, literally an infant, you have to test into, like, the best preschools, so you can test into the best elementary schools, so then you can test into the best middle schools, and then high school, and then from high school, hopefully you get into, like, an Ivy League or something to make, you know, the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and, like, hours of stress worth it, and I'm like, that's a lot of pressure for a kid. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to put my kid through that, but... I don't know, for some people who want to give their kid the best in the sense of education, like, I mean, it's not necessarily, yeah, I I guess that's more of a con to us, but it could be a pro for others if they think that, you know, their kids wouldn't get the same opportunities on the West Coast here. Yeah, I guess I'm just biased because, like, we just went to public school and, like, turned out fine. (laughs) And we turned out fine, in my opinion. Maybe I could have, maybe we could have turned out, like, even better and like super lit yeah I mean that's what my friend actually brought up to me I mean you ended up in an ivy league so like I think you're kind of an exception to the story but I didn't really necessarily like work that hard in school and I just floated by and I did pretty well in school overall I ended up at UW and all that stuff and I had a good experience there but my friend was like do you really think that you wouldn't have gone somewhere else if you like went to like a top high school yeah yeah it's just like a whole different it's just like it just worlds different like when I went to Cornell for the first time or for the first time when I went to Cornell like my worldview like exploded like there was so many different people from like crazy different backgrounds I could not even 
imagine. Like people that were so wealthy that I just could not comprehend. Whereas like when we grew up, like if someone had like multiple closets or something, you'd be like, oh my gosh, they're so rich. Like I wonder what their parents do. Yeah, I think it, it's getting kind of mushy though in the sense of like, again, like public versus Ivy League and even more granular than Washington versus New York. Now we're talking like, a very specific <laughs> suburb if within Washington versus, like, you know, like, you could compare Renton and Kent to, like, Bellevue. Like, that's already different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so I think there are, there are a lot of components that influence, obviously, our view of West Coast versus East Coast. Um, if you had to pick one, which one is better? It's also difficult. I know you're about to answer, and I feel like I know what you're going to answer, but your experience on the two coasts have just looked so different that that's obviously influencing your decision. Like, I'll let you answer, but, like, obviously it's East Coast because you've had so much more fun and freedom there. Oh, you were going to say West? I was like, do you know what I'm going to say? Because I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. I mean, I know you, like, love Seattle. Every single time you come back, you're like, oh, my gosh, so amazing. But then I think because you've just had more positive experiences on the East Coast. (sighs) This is really hard for me because I feel like it's cognitive and emotional dissonance when I think about East Coast versus West Coast, which is so dramatic. But I do think my heart is split in two because, as you mentioned, it's like... Right in the middle. Go to Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But it's just hard because... When I'm in New York, I'm like, I'm in freaking New York City. I'm this independent young professional, like doing whatever the heck I want, which means, you know, working till 1am and then going home exhausted and then waking up the next day and doing it again. But you're in Times Square. But I'm like walking near Times Square. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, when I get out of work every day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in freaking New York City. I'm in Rockefeller Center. I'm like, so excited and like on the weekends I'm just like walking in Soho like casually like oh I live here I live in New York and like it's just exciting and like I feel like I guess as much of an adult as I possibly can be at this age but then the moment I come back home I'm like treated like a child (laughs) and then I'm like I'm like dang I'm like, when I'm, like, in New York, people, I'm, like, my own person. I'm, like, an adult. I, like, make decisions. I, like, work on deals, and I'm, like, talking to, like, adults. <laughs> and I feel like I'm living an independent life, but the moment I get home, I feel like no one remembers that I, like, went to college and, like, grew up and, like, I'm kind of a different person now. But then the moment I come home, it's like I'm immediately regressed. I think that's just everyone, though, especially in quarantine. So many people have moved back home and, like, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. You can't help it when you're living with family. Yeah, and it's, like, hard because it's not really West Coast, East Coast. It's, like, independence versus no independence. (laughs) Because when I'm here, people are, like, people as in, like, (laughs) you are, like, what time are you coming home? Like, not like in a mean way, but just in like a are you safe way. Whereas like when I was in New York, I could go, I could be out. I mean, that's the same way here though. When I was living on my own in Seattle, like I don't have to report when I have to get home. But now whenever I go anywhere, it's like, oh, I'm going here with this person. I'll be back like this time. Yeah. I think it's just a home thing. Yeah. Like so you asked hard. me too. So I don't know. It's like a, it's I don't know. Hard. It's hard. I don't know. Like in New York, I'd go karaoke like five days a week. <laughs> so like I said, <laughs> precisely what I said you're leaning more towards New York because your experiences there have like I mean they're more 
positive in general. Well, the thing that's not true. Like when I'm thinking West Coast versus East Coast, for some reason, I'm like extrapolating to what the future me would want, and like future me would want to stay in Seattle. Yeah, but in this moment, I don't know. I guess in this moment, like. Does it say something that you're in the city or is it because it's for your job, you know? Because, like, you so badly wanted to end up in the city, whereas maybe there are fewer opportunities, but you could have done investment banking in, let's say, the Bay Area. But I didn't want to be there. Like, I wanted to be in New York. So does that answer the question? Like, what is making you so torn about Seattle? Is it just, like, the nostalgia and, like, the fresh air and the beautiful sunsets and, like, (laughs) I don't know, the convenience? Like, I mean, there's a lot to love about Seattle, especially in the summer or, like, West Coast in general. And the summer is just, like, amazing, which you were were back for this summer. I I think I'm overthinking this because it's really hard for me to I think you are overthinking it. I think... Well, because I... I feel like from an outsider perspective, it's very obvious which one yours is. But really, yeah, I don't think I think I'm gonna say West Coast. Are you just saying it because I really think it's East? Partly, yes, (laughs) partly. But also, I just think about like, I feel like life here is kind of like idyllic. I feel like people are also kinder Hmm. and care more about others. Whereas people in New York are very self, I don't want to say self-centered because that has such a negative connotation. Inward focused. yeah focused on their personal journey focused on themselves not necessarily in a intentionally malicious way it's just the fact of new york like constantly hustling you don't really have time to go out of your way to be super nice yeah i guess again this is only a couple data points because you're thinking like boston maine new jersey like would that look a lot different Um, boston people are even meaner than new york people Okay. One time, this guy randomly like like freaking tackled me with his shoulder with his umbrella, and I was like, "There's one and another like, off." I was like, "Dude!" And then another guy. We asked him. This was same day. Okay, we asked him like, "Oh, hey, like, is this building open by any chance?" Because we were on MIT campus and we wanted to get in the building, and he got he like was beeping in, and then we we're like, "Oh, like, is this building open?" You'd think he would just say, like, no. No, he didn't even say anything. He just, like, barreled through and just ignored us. And I was like, that's super whack, dude. Interesting. Boston people are mean. Anyways. That part of Boston, perhaps. (laughs) Um, Cambridge. Cambridge, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. I like Cambridge. Um, But I don't want... Ugh, so hard. Can I just leave it ambiguous? Can I just say... I don't know. I mean, do you say West Coast is best coast? (laughs) Mmm... I mean, I had pondered the idea of going over to the East Coast before because, again, I feel like mm, I could, I could, I feel like I could thrive there. Just like again with my personality, um, and there's a lot to see on the East Coast. If you were to live, even not in New York City, let's say even if I lived in Boston, for example, there's a lot more I can experience and access just by being on that side. Um, but I, I mean, I can't really say because it would not be a fair, it would not be a fair assessment if I haven't fully experienced both. But, you know, it's fine. You can leave it ambiguous. I'm sure they- moving to Texas, like you said. I can't pick a side. (laughs) I'm sure it'll kind of ebb and flow on, like, which side, depending on how you're feeling and what season of life you're in. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Wow, now I'm really in my feels because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Both sides are so great. But 
with that, thank you for listening to this completely just <laughs> hodgepodge of thoughts. Hodgepodge, you know, word vomit. We talked a little bit about everything. We talked about, you know, transportation infrastructure policy. <laughs> we talked about tax policy. <laughs> we talked about taxes. We talked about education. Oh my gosh, we should be freaking in like Congress or something. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe you can be. I'm not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to our, you know, rumblings and ruminations. Um, let us know, um, which, which coast you think is better. Um, we would love to hear everyone's opinions and thoughts and maybe you can help me make my mind up because I honestly can't pick. Um, but yeah, Gata, do you have anything to add? Mm, not really. That was really it. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of fun just hearing more about your experience on the east i mean i've heard most of it but i think it's interesting to kind of like lay it all out and see the differences i mean both coasts can be great we're just blessed to have experienced such top-notch places because we could be using two data points on the west and east coast that are much Dang. more subpar but we have two amazing places that you can't decide between yeah, like so that's where like in tacoma and then jersey Mm-mm. yeah that's a big difference <laughs> Yeah, but that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye!